you one click from crazy. The reason why I say that is because I cracked up and ran into a brick wall doing 150 miles an hour. 2020 was a breaking point. I felt like I was running in circles and getting nowhere with work, at home, with my own self. When I tell you that I was angry, I didn't realize how angry I was. I was crying every single day. I, I, I can't do this anymore. I said to Christy, my marriage is done. Stop playing around. You got to be strong for everybody. You got this cape on that you can't pull off. Just take it off because it's not going to lessen your value in any way. Suddenly is a series of small actions done over a consistent period of time. Then you're going to get to suddenly. Just get some sleep for heaven's sakes. A lot of women get free. And, and stop acting crazy and nasty and bitter and bullying their family if they just sleep eight hours a night. What a miracle. All right, welcome everyone to Money Loves Happy People. I'm your host, Christy Rutherford. And today we have two amazing, phenomenal, dynamic, incredible, beautiful, gorgeous, who have lost weight this year. We all get fine. Uh, <laughs> Kathy Wright and Raquel Naranjo. Did I say that right? Raquel, you know, I'll be trying to roll. Uh, you did, you did. <laughs> Okay, so I'll, I'll introduce Raquel first. Raquel and her team specializes in tax strategies and solutions, solutions for closely held businesses, private practice owners to bridge tax and financial strategies. They leverage the business to build personal net worth, monies from business to personal. The tax and financial strategies are tailored to individual circumstances with IRS, IRS tax codes in mind. Ow. They review financial information and look to uncover opportunities and recapture monies leaking from the business balance sheet and reposition those monies for the client's benefit. They take advantage of tax strategies to help reduce tax liability. I love that because every time I'm talking to my real estate coach, I just be like, but how can I defer these taxes, decrease these taxes, defer it, switch it, do something. Hello. Raquel and her team understand the value of working side by side with their clients, CPAs, attorneys, and other professionals that allows them to form a strong team relationship where they can. She is the founder, CEO, and dynamic person of Westpac Wealth Partners. Is, is that correct? Or well, I'm, I'm not the founder, but I am, I am under their umbrella and work very closely with a lot of the attorneys and specialists on the team. So... Okay. <laughs> I, I want I wanted to keep us in compliance, Kathy, because yeah. I play too much. <laughs> All right. Kathy Wright, did you send it to me, Kathy? I'll, I'll I can double check and make sure I I clicked send. Maybe I didn't. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> click, see if you click send. Okay. So I will introduce Kathy right quick. Kathy is an award-winning Obama White House briefing, Capitol Hill briefing, Emmy-nominated educator, okay? Kathy is also the founder of She Believes She Could LLC, where she specializes in consulting. She is an author. She writes journals and all these other types of phenomenal things. Yeah. Kathy, you may send it to me. Kathy... Kathy, <laughs> you got me already. Kathy is a coach, and Raquel are coaches over here at Vision Finder International. Well, we are where super women come to rest. So, welcome, ladies. Give it up for Kathy and Raquel. So, I've been thinking all morning about what we're going to talk about on this interview. Y'all know how I roll. So, I was thinking, Kathy and Raquel, because I talk all the time about. You know, hold on, y'all. I, I don't know what's going on with this piece, Kathy. Maybe I need to snap it on right. I don't know what's going on. That, that wig ain't snapping properly because that, that piece of hair is, is getting on me. 
I, I want I want to I want to volley between coach and client. Coach and client. So I have a team. People think it's just Christy. Christy Rutherford is not the solo coach over here at Vision Finder International. I have seven coaches and two of my phenomenal finest phenomenal women are on the line today. And I really want to talk about how to start the year strong and how to close the year strong, right? And 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 how to be happy. And everybody's always talking about the richest people in the world. I want to talk about the happiest people in the world because being miserable, normalized medical, mental conditions and all these things are at an all-time high. And we talked about this a couple of weeks ago with regards to, let me see if I can make all of us skinny so I can see y'all bigger. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago with regards to how we're in a state of emergency. And I think that we were in a state of emergency in 2020. I think that women in leadership were in a state of emergency before that, but they are really on fire now. So I want to volley between, you know, telling a little bit of your story, if y'all are willing to share, and then and then coming to what we've seen in in, in the women that we're encountering as we're moving them through their journey and their process. So I'll start with, I'll start with Raquel. <laughs> so Raquel, you know, when you read, when, when, when we started working together, was it 2021? Um, it was the end of 2020. Okay. The end of 2020. So when you reached out, I said something to you. I used to be very offensive. I'm not as offensive now uh, in my mind, <laughs> but you know, it, it, Talk, talk about where you were. I want to talk about where you were because a lot of women were where you were in 2020 and they didn't do anything. And talk about where you think you would be if you didn't change your habits. So when I came, I came to Christy um, by chance. I, I, you know, I saw her on a LinkedIn program um, and I said, this is what I need because I, it, I if I don't change today, um, I, I'm going to die, like literally going to die because I felt just miserable in, in where I was. Um, I had, I had just, um, gone through kind of a, a, um, a business breakup, so to speak, where I felt very, very burned and in a position where I just couldn't find myself. I felt lost. I was, oh my gosh, I was incredibly angry, which I didn't even know about, by the way, <laughs> until Christy pointed it out. Uh, she dubbed me the angriest woman on the face of the earth, which I didn't even realize I was that angry. <laughs> um, and I also just was uh, bitter, super bitter, bitter, betrayed. Um, and not to mention my marriage was on the brink of divorce. So those, uh, if that isn't enough, to, to be able to come on and say, I'm, I, you know, I'm just here on a, on a whim, but, but really I came in by faith, Christy. I, I led by faith because I said to myself, if I don't change, it, it's, it's just, I'm not going to be in a position a year from now, this is all going to be gone. Everything that I've built, everything that I've gone through my marriage, my kid, my, my kids, just my life was just, I wasn't going to be in a position to be even telling about it. That's the way I was. I was so lost and confused and angry, frustrated. I mean, everything, everything. Yeah. Yeah. You were bitter and uh, not looking at you now. You can't tell because you find and you smile all the time with your red lipstick on. 
I said, you're the angriest woman I ever met in my life. I don't know if I've ever met anybody this angry. And I've met a lot of angry people. I used to look at one in the mirror every day. So, Kathy, same question. Um, 2020, because 2020 is when y'all were locked in the house with y'all choices. 2020 is when y'all figured out y'all were real crazy. 2020 yeah. is when a lot of women said, you know what? I, I can't go on like this. But there are a lot of women who realize that in 2020 and still didn't change because we're encountering them today. I love it, but it's different. But Kathy, uh, same thing. What's, what, what was going on with you when you when you came over here? Yeah, so 2020 was like a watershed year for me because it was like the breaking point. Like people talk about their breaking point, but that year, that time was just it for me. I felt like I was... Um, running in circles and getting nowhere with work at home, like just uh, with my own self and just trying to like um, make life make sense. Like at the point in my life, I'm like, is this it? Is this all there is? And I was just really sad and um, was just trying to figure out how I could change my life, make it better and not be in this place where I was consistently in a low energy level. And I'm normally a high energy person all the time and, you know, fun loving, but that I had lost a lot of my spark, a lot of my own. And so I was trying to figure out what to do. And one of my really good friends had um, gone through, gone through vision finders and you had coached her and I was, I didn't know anything about, you know, you or I hadn't seen you on LinkedIn. Um, but I leaned into that space because I, trusted that her um her process had got her someplace where i wanted to go she was happy she was doing all of the things she was making goo gobs of money and i wanted to mirror or at least figure out if this was my path so i didn't really do a whole lot of like vetting of trying to find other coaches like once she told me the recipe I called, got on the phone with you, and um, then you just like broke my face into a thousand pieces with some of the stuff that you told me, <laughs> right? But like the biggest thing that you told me was, you know, I was the most misplaced woman that you had ever met, right? And I felt that in my soul, like somebody sees it because I knew it, but I didn't want to claim it because that would have meant that a lot of the other things that I chose to do work based on my heart and my and my connection to it but on what other people told me that i should do next so that's what that's what the change was for me i'm i'm singing um beyonce song you won't break my soul you won't break my soul i was trying to wake y'all up to what's real because we're walking around thinking like we're david copperfield and and we're these magicians and i was telling some women the other day that i was so during the holidays i used to have to sleep for days before i engaged with my family and and that became normal that was not normal to go and be in my aunt's house, locked in a room for three days, would not get out of the bed before I encountered my family because I knew they were going to get on my nerves. And 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 they, I wouldn't say they enabled it and they allowed it. They didn't say anything, but they knew I was going to burn out and I was crazy, right? They they knew, everybody knew Chris was going to burn out because there's no way I could sustain that amount of momentum and crazy and I would say unconscious, but conscious toxicity that I knew but I didn't know how to do anything different. So that's why we do what we do today. So Raquel, 
what, because that was 2020. And then you started working with us as a coach because my coaches are my former clients because y'all can't hide from us. You can't, you can't hide being angry from Raquel. (laughs) (laughs) You can't hide being sad from Kathy. We used to be y'all. Hey, Chris Rutherford here. I hope that you are enjoying this podcast as much as we loved putting it together for you to share insight to make your life better. Now, Did you get your copy of my resume course, How to Use a Superpower Method to Write an Irresistible Resume to Land You a High-Paying Job? Look, even if you have somebody write your resume for you, how do you know whether or not it sucks? (laughs) And did you give them the information to be able to write a great resume or did you hope that they were going to spend gold out of something that you gave them that wasn't that good? So get this course, not just to write your own resume, but to be able to provide resume writers with what they need to adequately tell your story so you can get paid the money that you desire and deserve. So go ahead and click on the link on around this video, get this course, use it and get paid what you deserve. It's less than $50. I mean, come on, just get the course and use it. See you soon. You be like this, you know you angry, right? And they be like, no, I'm not, Raquel be like, <laughs> I used to look at that lady in the mirror every day. Y'all, I love what we do. Y'all, y'all can't, we used to be y'all. So we see you ladies, we see you. <laughs> but I think that there is magic in that, right? Because we we're taught like Kathy's walking around sad. I I, I want to show you a before and after picture. I would never show it, but I, I like, I love it because you look like somebody grandmama with them, with the, <laughs> with the pearls around your neck and nobody challenged you to be different. And um, so, so Kathy, I'll, I'll start with you. What was, I would say, what was the one biggest thing or one big takeaway or one action, right? That you can give women today to change. What, like, if, I know it's a million things and everybody's looking for the hack, but there is no hack. If you've dug this hole for yourself 45 years, it's going to take longer than a week to get out of it. But what's one thing that women can take away from this interview that they can implement in their life to get their spark back? Um, First of all, they have to be real. Like stop with the mask wearing, stop it. Like we have become so accustomed of of showing up in spaces and not being authentically who we are and authentically sharing our our true voice and our, our true opinions about our life and our situations with anybody. Like we lie to ourselves in the mirror, like just stop. Like stop lying about how you truly feel, get real about it, right? I, the, one of the first things that Christy taught me through the, through the work was you got a journal. Like you gotta, if you can't say it, you gotta be able to write it, right? And through the writing, I was able to uncover my real voice and uncover my, um, be in a space where I felt free enough to have the to see it on paper and understand this is the hole I've dug myself in and I've got to address it. Like there's no way around truly finding your uh, the the uh, the time, the energy, the space, and making room for your authentic self to show up in spaces. You have got to do the work to to be honest with yourself about what you want, how you want to feel. And um, um, again, how do you want to just be? How do you want to show up in the room? So I would immediately grab a journal and start writing from a true space that that is connected to your real experience. All right. I love that. 
All right, Raquel, for the women who angry. Yeah, so one day, I was talking to this lady one day, y'all. Y'all, I talked to a lot of people. And she was uh, senior level in, in the government. And so her boss cracked a joke and she didn't like it. And then he wrote on a piece of paper, ABW, and gave it to her. Oh, she was pissed, right? And I said, but are you angry? She was like, yeah. I said, but he's telling the truth. Now, was his note inappropriate? Maybe, but he was telling the truth. Does that make sense? And she got mad that he basically wrote what she was. And I'm not condoning his behavior, but it's, I'm going to get off that. But I'm just like, yo, you angry. Let's change that. If, if you're not angry, we're showing up in the rooms angry, not acknowledging that we angry. But if somebody calls us angry, they're going to die. <laughs> you're going to die suddenly. Not a thousand slow deaths. You're going to die quickly. Uh, and, and I'm going to be efficient on it. So what, what advice do you have for women? Like, did you know that you were that angry and what does ang anger mean to you today? Or, or what did it mean back in the day? And now today with your awareness and then what advice do you have for those women? Okay. So that's a, that's a loaded question because anger to me back in the day was a, a defense mechanism. It was the way that I showed pain. It wasn't really that I was, I, I mean, I know I was very angry and I was bitter, but underneath all of that, I was dying. There was all the pain of everything that I was um, going through and that showed up in anger. And so that's why when I work with the women today and they're angry, there's way more. That's why I call it onion peeling because we peel the layers and underneath all of that anger and pain, there's that pain, either it's, you know, betrayal or um, sadness or just defeat or whatever it may be. There's a lot of pain underneath that anger, which, which manifests itself in anger. So that's where I was after going through the program. I would have to say that the highlight of the word, the word you need to highlight is accountability. And accountability to me means not pointing the finger at others because I did a lot of point, you know, I, I did a lot of pointing fingers to other people. It's your fault. It's your, you're the cause of my anger. You're the reason I'm like this, but stop, point the finger at yourself for once in your lifetime, because you need to look at yourself. Look at yourself, look at your heart, look at where you are today. Where are you accountable in your actions and the way people are reacting to you? So that's what's really, really big. The second thing is integrity. Integrity is honoring your word. So if you're saying you're going to do something, commit to it, commit to it 100%, not just say you're going to do it, but really do it. And so when I, you know, when I work with the women now, to me, those two words are the number one thing I, I tell them. I'm like accountability, take responsibility for who you are today and be responsible for your growth. Do not blame others. And then the integrity piece is honoring your word. If you say you're going to do something like the journaling that Kathy was talking about and all everything else, then you need to really, really start and be accountable and have the integrity to follow through. I was talking to these this this group of women this week, and um, 
in, in a program that that 50k blueprint that I did and I'm never gonna do again it's great never uh, <laughs> y'all catch the digital course it's gonna be great but anyway and so I gave them last week I said okay so now you recognize you're the problem right and it's not your boss it's not all these other kind of people and I was like okay so they were like what can we do I said meditate hmm Y'all know my recipe is standard recipe. Meditate three times a week for five minutes. Work out three times a week for 30 minutes. Sleep. All I gave them was three. Sleep eight hours, three nights. They came back this week was like, oh, those are so hard. I couldn't do it. Look at Kathy's face. <laughs> but I'm still having problems at work and they getting on my nerves. What can I do about that? I said, meditate. Oh, you know, I'm tired. I can't get out of the bed. I can't do this. What can I do? I said, work out. Y'all know I was, I was yelling. Like I'm so mad. I gave them what to do. Look, impossible. It was in their minds, impossible for them to take, to take five minutes, three times a week to take care of themselves. But what they go do is go to work 80 hours a week and, and be crazy and pop off on their kids and be a bully yeah. to their husbands and all these other kind of stuff, but they can't take the 30 minutes. I said, you know what? Take that 30 minutes that you're complaining to your raggedy friends and go work out. No, no, because it's comfortable for them to like, that's their release. They found that habit in the release of that's my self care is calling somebody dumping my problems on them. So what, you know, back to you, Raquel, on the accountability piece. What does mm -hmm. that mean, taking responsibility and accountability? Because in, in your mind, before you did the work, which is three, four, five weeks in, you probably, you didn't even know it was you. So <laughs> what are some red flags that you needed somebody to say to you or, you know, like key in on you to, to make you aware that it is your responsibility to change and actually you're the problem? So Christy, remember, I, I didn't even want to finish the program because that's how not accountable I was, you know? <laughs> so uh, I hear I was, you know, four to five weeks in the program. And I, I just, I, I, ladies, when I tell you that I was angry, I didn't realize how angry I was. And I was angry that I was angry. <laughs> So I, I, I told Christy, I said, you know, uh, oh, and I was crying every single day. And I was like, this is a sign of weakness. Like, I, I, I can't do this anymore. Um, that's why I, I call it the onion peeling, because when literally with every single lesson or every single, uh, you know, podcast I listened to, it opened up something else in me. And. It was to the point where I was afraid of who that person was on the other side. And we encounter this every day when we, we, work, we, work with, we work with the women every single day and we think, okay, why are you not there? It's because you don't, either you don't want to, you're not coachable, or you're afraid. And that's where I was. I was so afraid so fearful of that person because I didn't know her. I didn't know who she was and I didn't understand who that person I was or the person I was becoming, right, Kathy? I was like, it was so 
so scary to me. And so I reached out to Christy and I said, Christy, I can't do the program anymore. I, you know, I'm done. I'm so done. Um, and she, and she cussed me out. She cussed me out. I said, you know, that's, that's, you know, <laughs> that's, she beat me in the side of the head. She's like, you're doing this. So I said, okay, I can do this. I can do this. So I, I literally like cried my eyeballs out and said, okay, I can do this. I sat down. I kid you not. I just, I was like, I, I was reading the, the words, but I wasn't reading it. It was just like, it was so weird. It was like almost like a, like it was like I was blocking my own self from moving through the process. And then when I realized that I was like, oh no, oh no. Like I'm, I'm the problem. I'm the problem here. And when I realized that I, I was just, I was like beyond myself because I'm like, I've been doing this to myself for all of these years. And it was such a, such an eye opener and sorry, I'm sorry, I'm going on and on and on, but, but the process, I'm going through the process ladies, right? Because it's, it's a process. And when you are so angry and so broken and you realize that you're the problem, it, it was just like, wow, like I can, I can change the, the power is in my hands. And that's why I say integrate honor your word because if the power is in your hands anything is possible hey Chrissy Rutherford here inviting you to join my private community money loves happy people yes the information is so good we do live interviews Monday Wednesdays and Fridays I have hundreds of on-demand videos in this community including my signature course how to use the superpower method to write an irresistible resume my other course seven keys to getting the raise that you desire and deserve i made hundreds of videos from amazing thought leaders from around the world you have access to on demand for less than 500 go ahead register join us in this community get this insight and get paid what you desire and deserve take care so that's where I was, Christine. Great. Zarina said, I had no idea we could be angry while smiling all the time. Yeah. So here's the thing. We're not willing to admit that we are angry, even though we know. Yeah. We know. it. And then it's like the reason why we don't want to claim responsibility for it is because if we claim responsibility for it, that means that we have to change. And we don't know how to change. And it's easier to just stay that way. But I told you, you're going to die in a month. Keep being angry. Like, let's be clear. And, yeah. and I know, because I tell women this all the time. I'll be like, you know, you're going to die. They'd be like, what? <laughs> you know, you're about to burn out. I'll be like, you one click from crazy. You one puff at the end of your of Uncle Larry's cigarette. You got one puff left. And, and the reason why I say that is because I cracked up and ran into a brick wall doing 150 miles an hour. I know what it looks like. I know what it sounds like. I, I, like I've talked to women. I talked to one woman before and I was like, yo, this is going to happen to you. I, I don't know how long, but you don't have long. And uh, she had a stroke like two weeks later. She just chose to do nothing. And so there are a lot of women who are choosing not to do anything. And there are a lot of, you know, some women, the few who be like, all right, fine. You know, you, you call me out. I'm going to come over here and see what you're talking about. And then we have to kind of wrestle with you um, to, to, to get you to the other side of you, which we equip for it because 
because we used to be y'all. So, Kathy, same question with regards to being sad, because I talk to a lot of sad, heavy, depressed, but now they have, you know, all these medical conditions that they, they can hang on to. Talking about, uh, I don't know what they call it, PMDD? F out of here. What are you talking about? Oh, they blame a perimenopause for why they sad. PMD is like a post-menstrual disorder. La, 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 la. I don't know, child. Um, but it, there are a lot of like marketing terms, which I call them, that, that will now medicate you for your sadness, which is you just not knowing that you can choose differently. Mm -hmm. So what are some things that, I mean, I don't know if somebody, you know, and, and let me say this in the back of a little bit. It's hard to confront a powerful woman who's crazy and angry, right? Like it's, it's, it's difficult. <laughs> Chris Rutherford and say she angry. He's real crazy too. So, and, and, and the reason why I want y'all to, to talk about this and we're expanding on it in the beginning, I hope we're going to be here for five hours. Y'all know we could talk for like two days, but I want, I want y'all to start to talk to the psyche of women where they know we're talking to them. Like they know it. They'd be like, God, don't they talking to me? We're the people who are telling you what should be said, not your mama and them. Cause they're not going to say it this holiday season. They just going to look at you and be like, you know, she's going to burn out. That's, yeah. Anyway, uh, so Kathy, for you being sad, which which what what did that look like, and 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 how was that normalized in your experience? And then what could you have said to yourself, or what would you have heard from somebody else to be like, I could choose differently? Um, that's a really good question because I was so deep into like normalizing the feeling that I was in, right? I thought that there wasn't any way forward for me to feel differently, right? I kind of chose, I got all these degrees, I got paid, I got a kid that's going to college, I got to do, I got to be in this space. And this is just what it feels like to make it, right? And, um, but when I started to do the work, right? And do the analysis of, well, what is making me sad? Well, one, I didn't always choose for myself, I let others tell me these are the these. This is what you should do. This is the next your career ladder. These are the steps you got to follow. This formula, right? And I didn't want to lose efficiencies, right? I wanted to be efficient. You know, I'm, I, I you know breeze through school. I'm you know all the high IQ. All, I, I, I'm supposed to be X, Y, and Z, right? And so I'm gonna follow the roadmap that somebody else made for me that I did not make, right? But I'm I'm gonna stay stick with it because I didn't want to cheapen myself, right, in the eyes of others, right, or what I thought was myself by not following that path. And so, in doing the work and getting really honest with myself and being vulnerable, right, I think a lot of highly uh, 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 effective and powerful women are afraid to be vulnerable to their emotions because they don't want to appear weak. You, you, there are very few spaces for executive women and women who are uh, who are moving in their careers to be vulnerable, right? Sometimes you can't even be vulnerable at home. And so when you start talking about being vulnerable to yourself and like really starting to uncover the pieces of the puzzle, the steps on the ladder, the rungs on the ladder that have gotten you to this space and like realize that some of those steps and some of those pieces weren't exactly in complete alignment with what you really wanted for your life and the outcomes you wanted, whether it be the financial outcomes or the relationship outcomes or the just the humanness 
outcomes that you want, right? You may not have really um, allowed yourself to, to make those real decisions. Maybe you were really like giving those decisions to others by following their blueprint and not your own. So when I went through the process and was trying to uncover, like, what are those pieces that have gotten me to this like core level of sadness? I was pissed. Right? When I started like really thinking and, and like doing the analysis of how the heck I followed this blueprint and I'm here and I'm making this money, but I'm, I'm sad and unhappy and about ready to, you know, I don't know what I was going to do, but it wasn't going to be anything that was going to add more value to my life. I completely stopped in my tracks. I famously tell this story. Like the night I had my, my breakthrough epiphany, I woke my husband up. It was two o'clock in the morning. I woke him up and I cursed him out for a full hour. Now I wasn't cursing him out because anything he did, I was cursing, right? Just a bit because I would, couldn't believe that I let myself go that long being in a space where I wasn't fully being present for myself and present in the choices and, and, and being more thoughtful and more and making sure that it was much more aligned. I didn't have the tools before then. I just didn't have, I got all these degrees and didn't have the tools. I'm like, what? I said, Right. So I think a lot of a lot of women are in that space where they where they refuse to be vulnerable. I see it on the calls. They refuse. I'm like, mm. but, you know, you can't get none passes over here. <laughs> That's right. You know, we call women out on purpose because, again, like Christy said, we were you like you're not going to get past me with all of that in your background and on your face and think that we're not going to again, address that and force you to have those difficult conversations because they have to be had. And, and I think the biggest part is vulnerability to us is weakness. And again, if we acknowledge that we broken, we got to fix it. So it's just easier to run and do and to get another degree and to like do all these things as opposed to looking in the mirror, looking at our crack crazy self and be like, all right, fine, I come over here and fix it which is what a lot of women don't do until they're desperate or until they hit the bottom of the ocean or until they're like about, about to fall off the cliff. And so I love that y'all did the work one great hallelujah. And now, you know, here over here, dragging women to the promised land. <laughs> like Either y'all can come over here easy. We can hold your hand and walk you. We're going to drag you over here. Most women, because we work with high achieving alpha women. We got to drag them. We got to Just like y'all. Just like y'all. Y'all had to be drugged. Raquel was like, I quit. You be like, yeah, no, that ain't going to work. Um, you know, yeah, you, you got drugged through the mud. Just, uh, uh, uh. Um, I'm a little, no. You be like, I'm a little more tactical. I'm lying. That ain't true. So, what, you know, now we're four years on the other side of COVID, three, four years on the other side of COVID. And, you know, in 2020, it's like women were stuck in quicksand. Y'all were like stuck in quicksand. And I can hit y'all in the head with a rope and then beat you in the head with a rope and then wrap it around your arm and like drag y'all out. Even if y'all ain't want to be there, just to drag y'all out to quicksand. And then it's easier to like spray y'all off and like clean you up and, you know, get your hair right and send y'all off into the world. Now the difference is women are like stuck in number six oil. Y'all know I was in the Coast Guard. So I'd be talking about all these hazardous materials. 
But number six oil, Kathy, is like the baseline oil, that gasoline, kerosene, oil, all like all the, the petrochemical gasoline, like all the petrol products comes from this base oil. So, you know, it's dark and it's sticky and it's nasty and it's like sludge and it's impossible to like get off. And, and if you get stuck in that, it, the, the work to get them out is going to be harder. Now we're still doing it but it's not as easy. So what's been the difference? Cause you've been coaching with us at least two years, Kathy. I think we, it's two year anniversary. Okay. What's been the difference between what you what you saw in 2021, late 2021 to what you see in the women today when they start, like how are, you know, is there anything different or is the is the awareness harder for them to get to see that they have a problem or is it the same? I think it's harder. I think um, women are coming to the work knowing that they need help, but they're so used to everything happening quickly for them, right? And sometimes they don't want to sit in it, right? You've got to you've got to sit in the work and really like like uh, Raquel re referred to earlier. You've got to do the work. Like there's no workaround. Like there's no, you know, you know, click the button and, and all pain is gone. That's not it. Like we're talking about changing your whole life, mm -hmm. like shifting your whole mindset to a new place of elevation where you're freer, happier um, and more in alignment with, with your passion and purpose. And it's not going to be overnight. So, you know, oftentimes women will come in and they're like, well, I, I did the homework for week one, but, you know, I don't, you know, I don't feel different yet. Well, it's not about, you know, quick, right? It's about, we want to be, uh, we want to make sure it happens, We're, but you have to do the work and it's not going to be easy work. Hey, Chris Rutherford here. Forbes has reported that there's going to be a 40% increase worldwide in the number of millionaires by 2023. Is that you or are you going to continue to talk about there's no money in the market? There is plenty of money out here. You just have to figure out how to get it from your jobs and into your pocket. So I want to invite you to get my free case study, how to use the superpower method to ask for and get a 30% raise in the next 90 days without getting another degree. Look, stop getting all these degrees. Go ahead and get this case study at changenowwithchristy.com. It's at no cost. Use the information, get the money that you deserve, and live the life that you desire. Take care. You're not going to be able to sit back and just watch a few videos and magically your life is going to change. No, it, the requirements are tough. When Raquel has you on the line, you better have a box of Kleenex and a glass of water. Uh, you know, because it's... It, <laughs> It is what it is, right? We're going to continue to like do the, the the massaging of the of the information to make sure that you are really getting out of it what you need. And so there is no there's no quick fix. You definitely are going to be transformed, but it's not going to be because you sat back and allowed us to do all the work. You have to be in the work with it, with us. You really do. Well, a lot of high achieving women, we're, we, we're full on knowledge, empty on actions. We full on what we should do, 
I answered an AI executive coaching article with LinkedIn. Y'all know they'd be like, oh, you contribute to this as an expert. And they were like, what advice do you have for executives of what they can do to take care of themselves? I said, they know what they should be doing. They're not doing it. <laughs> we read the books, Kathy. You read the books. I had a book on stress that was this thick. I, I had it though. Stuck it on my head talking about, um, somebody help me, please. Like, <laughs> like I knew I, I watched the stuff. I didn't do it. And so even if you do it, a lot of people, you want to get to church screaming. Y'all know I like to talk about church. You want to get to church screaming, talking about suddenly. Everybody go crazy suddenly. And, and everybody's like, oh my God, it's going to happen suddenly. Suddenly is a series of small actions done over a consistent period of time. Then you're going to get to suddenly. People want to do one thing and be like this, but it, am I done? No, right? It's it's the small things that meditate, work out, just get some sleep for heaven's sakes. A lot of women get free and, and stop acting crazy and nasty and bitter and bullying their family if they just sleep eight hours a night. What a miracle. That is not that hard. But anyway, okay. What did, uh wait, what did Zarita say? She said, that's why I don't know why it's called a class. It's a weapon grade boot camp. <laughs> Yep, Zarina had to drag her through the mud for real. In, in my inbox in week one, talking about, uh, well, am I ready? You just did one week. <laughs> Get out. Oh, y'all don't know Zarina. She's with Celestine. Okay. A whole phenomenal queen who's now free. Okay. Um, Raquel, same question. So number one for me is being coachable. And what do I mean by that? That means if you're going to come in here and you don't want to do the work, then I, you know, there's no reason for you to be here. Let's be honest. I'm not trying to fight with you. I'm not trying to, to, to drag you along. You got to want to do the work. And in order to do that, you have to be coachable. And if we tell you to do something, you better do it. And it's not for me. I tell you, I tell this to ladies all the time. This is not for me, ladies, that I'm not doing it because I'm trying to be mean to you. Like, I'm not trying to be mean. But if you're here and you're paying some good money to be here, why are you here? You got to want to do the work. So it's, co it's coachability, right? And then the second thing is, I think Christy alluded to this earlier, not, none of us have had a safe place to be able to really let your guard down, right? And so when I when I um, am with my ladies and we're talking about, you know, being vulnerable and really unmasking, like Kathy said earlier, you have to, you have to, you have to not only take off that mask, but let everyone see you without it. And that's scary. That's really scary for a lot of women because they have been masked for 20 or 30 years. And when I talk, when I say 20 or 30, this is real ladies. Like we're talking about when we're like five years old and you're carrying around all of these traumas and you have learned, coached, and maybe even uh, conditioned to be to be in this mask because we're supposed to be happy, 
we're supposed to be, you know, uh, we, we're supposed to just move forward and not have, but not having all the tools, you never, ever, ever get over that. So when you're carrying that baggage along for 20 or 30 years and you are a complete mess and your mask is on tight, ladies, I got to like pry off that mask, right? It's like, it's, 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 uh, it's hard sometimes, but, but you got to be coachable. You got to do the work. You got to, there's no other way around it. We're not, um, we're not getting all the comments from, I don't know why, why this program is tripping, but Terry Rogers, Terry, I mean, uh, Kathy said, great, Kathy, great share because so many of us follow a path designed by others versus us designing our own path. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Amanda Sabal, y'all know Amanda. She said, identify with, I identify with that. Doing the work is approached and doing work at work. Faith said, who had Faith? Which one of y'all? Mm. Y'all didn't have Faith? Is that Celestine? Faith Hinkson? Faith said, it's a slow awakening, but it's only like that. It can last. And it's an ongoing process once your eyes open. So here's the thing. <clears throat> I don't know if I've ever seen so many women who have normalized misery. It, I get angry <laughs> when I see it. And this summer I was talking to my coach and he's like, Chris, you can't get mad because people don't work with you. I'd be like, this is not a money play for me. Like we have literally stopped women from dying and having nervous breakdowns. I, I get angry when I talk to women who one, you acknowledge that you're suffering because y'all know I got to beat you in the head to get y'all to acknowledge that. Like you, you're now admitted. Oh my God, I'm in trouble. I'm on fire. I'm suffering. And then when you choose to do nothing about it, I get angry because one, I know who you could be on the other side of it. That's, I think that's the most disappointing part. So I get disappointed is because I look at y'all and, and how your families have changed and how your marriages have changed and how your pieces change, how your money did change. Hallelujah. And, and I, I do want to get to that. And so I, I know from the 150 or so women that have gone through our, our process and our program, I know who they could be if they just said yes to themselves. So I'm, so I'm disappointed. Then I get angry because I know your marriage is probably not going to make it. Your kids going to be in therapy talking about their mama and you're going to be still worried about having broke mindset and broke conversations because you didn't get out of the way to be able to change. So I talked to a woman this summer and she was like, it was like July something. She was like, Chrissy, great. I'm going to start in November. I said, first of all, you're not going to make it to November because you're going to crack up. Let's, let's be clear. Secondly, your marriage ain't going to make it to November. And thirdly, your job ain't going to make it to November. So why are you like creating this arbitrary timeline to magically start y'all notice i said she was gonna start i ain't heard from her since now she's sending me emails in my inbox telling me about her problems and how it's all falling apart i i did not respond because i told you am i a prophet look am i, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> i told you <laughs> ain't nothing gonna make it till november maybe she's somewhere laid out i don't know but it's like what, why can't we trust when somebody who has our best interest at heart and, and do, I don't know if I ever had that if people just try to manipulate me. Does that make sense for whatever they wanted? 
Like when I come for y'all and the jugular, I come because I'm trying to save you from self-destruction like myself. But Kathy, how has your family life changed after you got on the other side of you? Yeah, I, I mean, I think, you know, to your point, you know, I couldn't go at it like, uh, like I, you know, like it's project management, right? I think sometimes we come into the space and it's going to, this going to happen and this going to happen and this going to be the deliverables and the KPI, blah, 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 right? And it's, it's, it's a lot. It's not, you, you can't unlock everything that you really are destined to unlock if you are going at the process in that way. Uh, when I allowed myself, right, and I say allow on purpose, right, because before I wasn't, I didn't allow myself many things, right. I, you know, allow myself to go to the Louis Vuitton store and go get a purse, right. But I didn't allow myself to be in my feelings, to really feel my emotions, to really speak my mind, speak my truth, right, because I didn't want us to be to be seen in any lesser a form to anyone else, right. So. Um, as for going through the process, I'm recognizing that I was kind of like having my own mind party about things and the things that I was playing out weren't necessarily true, right? What I needed to find was my truth and be her. Um, I was a better wife, right? I was a better mom. My kids are like, mom, you know, they're like coming to me. Then my kids are mostly adult. I have a, I have a 19 year old, but he was uh, 16 at the time and just really like gave me a lot of feedback about like how I was um, I was showing up differently for them. Like um, not that I was like grumpy or anything around them, but I just wasn't being my full self. I wasn't ever allowing myself to really be in the space with them present because I was always overthinking about other stuff that I could be doing, should be doing or somebody, you know, I, needs me to do. And what I needed was to be present. And so it, it shifted the energy in my home. It shifted the energy with my spouse. Um, I left my job and went out on my own as an entrepreneur and have been able to really like expand in that space. Like everything opened up, right? When I stopped trying to project manage and checklist my life and just allow myself to be present and, and, uh, and trust and trust myself enough to make the choices that feel right for me. Hey, Chris Rutherford here. I hope that you're enjoying the podcast so far. But what I know that you'll love even more is joining us in our private community. Join us in this private community. Let Money Loves Happy People and get live and on-demand insights so you can use this information to live the life that you truly and deserve. Get a raise and a promotion, no problem. Step into your purpose, no problem. Get the relationship that you deserve, no problem. Look, it's never too late to live the life that you deserve. It's never too late to live a life of total fulfillment. You just need information and inspiration to get on the path and living your greater life. So go ahead again, click on the link on around this video, join us in our private community and change your life for the best. Take care, see you soon. All right. Um, same question, Raquel, Raquel working. She'd be like, Raquel, Raquel time is money. She'd be like, y'all take it too long. <laughs> I'm good. I love with you guys. Um, I can be here all day. <laughs> yeah. What's, I, I, it's the same question. Like how has your, your relationship, because a lot of times women come to us for the money, which is what I talk about because most women want money, power, respect, right? Cause we're going to get the money. The money is easy. Let's be clear. I, 
I love to talk about Kathy's money, but in a private conversation, because I want her family watching me count her money, but I'm just saying, but it's like the money comes, but what's the point of getting the money? If you lose your marriage, what's the point of getting the money? If your kids are now suffering mentally because they mama suffer mentally, but how has you, you know, getting on the other side of you changed your family dynamic. And I mean, your whole family, which is why you was angry, but how has that changed? So uh, I want to focus mainly on my marriage because that's what I think is the foundation to where we want to start. And it trails off into our children and to the outside of, you know, our extended families. And uh, my marriage was, was done. Uh, I, I had even told Christy, I said, Christy, my marriage is done. Um, I'm here to heal myself. Um, so I can move forward and be able to separate and part ways. Um, little did I know that going through this would save my marriage. And it, it started very, very slowly and gradually. Um, everything that I was doing for myself poured into him. And um, we were, and I'm going to say we because I want to take accountability for my actions as well because it takes two to tango ladies. This is not just, and I was completely, completely pointing the finger at him for everything. Um, when I realized again, and that a lot of the problems stemmed from me and I started to change that, guess what? My marriage started to improve. And with that improvement came so many little things we were, you know, drinking on a daily basis, um, which I call I call self medicating, because you're really trying to, to uh, drink or, you know, like Kathy says about her, her brownies. <laughs> um, that was uh, a way of self medicating and suppressing all of the emotions, right. And so with that when we stopped doing that, we started communicating. And with communication, it just opened up so many doors. And the more we communicated, the better we did in just in life. Um, we got back into our faith. We got back into our, um, our routines. Um, we started, uh, you know, working out again together and as a team, uh, meal prepping. I mean, just everything became healthy, healthy. And I cannot thank the program enough, not only for my healing, but for the, for the healing of my marriage. And I can tell you that because we, we're not perfect, none of us are perfect, but when we come together and we form this unity and this foundation, our kids are better for it. And we're no longer fighting. There's no longer the alcohol that's mixed into that fighting. I mean, that brings in so many other different layers, right? Um, and we come from a culture, it's a cultural thing too. Uh, we come from a culture that drinking is part of that game. And so when you take that out, it, be, it becomes like we're almost like against everybody else. And it's not about them, it's about us. And <laughs> I just want to say this and I'll end here. I started meditating in front of my husband. So I would put on these meditation videos and put them on at night 
next to our bed so we could both hear it, even though he wasn't willing to like really go into it at the time. And he's like, so after a few weeks, he's like, um, if I miss the day, he's like, oh, are you gonna put the, medica the meditation on? I'm like, oh, okay, let's do this. So, so uh, now I put on meditation for us every single night. It hasn't, it's been every single night since, since 2020. Which, which I don't know. I mean, he's, and I, I have to say that, that he has been and ha has been my rock, truly my rock over the past year and a half. He doesn't question anything I do anymore. It's just like, you go do your thing. I know you're, you're, you know, you know, you're going to be doing out there. I'm like, I'll bring you home, baby. Don't worry. <laughs> Cause now it's like, I want him to be part of what I'm growing, right? What I'm doing. And, um, and build together. So it's just, and like I said, you know, our children are going to be better people for it. They just are. It's, it's interesting because we've saved 26, 27 now, Kathy, Ew. marriages uh, in the past couple of years. And so, yeah, your marriage was dicey and, yeah. and you thought it was him. Yep. But it was, it was both of y'all, but you contributed once you own what 100%. you were doing. And then adjusted, then then the dynamic adjusted, right? Yep. So, um, I got two more questions, Kathy. You just I, you you told Marty. You know, I was waiting for that in print so I could. Um, there was a woman who came in and pretty much marriage was done. Same thing, like we see it all the time. <laughs> like we see it all the time. And shout out to Faye. Uh, in Canada, Raquel was like, oh, yeah, I know. Know. Oh, you know. I'm like, he's just so fang, you know, feelings hurt. Hey, remember, we know you, girl. Yeah, okay, if I love you. Sorry. <laughs> like, they in Canada. Oh, yeah. Uh, we international <laughs> over here. So we, we see it all the time. And what we know secretly is I remember one of Raquel's clients was like, oh, my God, I didn't know my marriage was in trouble. I was like, I did. I just didn't tell you because we was just trying to, <laughs> you're going to see it when you start doing the work. Does that make sense? Like, oh no, y'all in trouble. And then there was another lady, Kathy, recently who, you know, she was pretty much done. Like, and she told me on the phone, I'm like, my marriage, I'm my husband, I'm sick of it. Is this, that, or whatever. I'm like, man, go give it two months. Stop trying to make a decision based on your brokenness and you're, and you're in the fire and you're in trouble and you're sick and you're angry and you're bitter. You're the problem. Once you clean up where you are, then make a decision from a point of clarity and, and not one of desperation, which is what I tell, tell Raquel. I'm like, you, yeah, you say it's done, but how about you just finish? And then you make yeah. the decision on, on a foundation of like clarity and not one of fear and panic. And it's just easier to eject it <laughs> than to be able to maintain it. So what advice do you have for women who are, because I ain't married, hallelujah, um, you know, who have challenges in their relationship? Like, what's one thing that they can do over this holiday season, which is when everybody gets into more trouble? Everybody's so, which is why they out there blowing all this money, because y'all got these stores playing these holly jolly Christmas songs, knowing y'all in hell. So, Kathy, what advice do you have for them? <laughs> on how to improve one, their relationship um, with their spouse and then with their kids. Cause you got teenagers, right? Like your kids are they're They're, they're now adults and in and out of the house, but y'all are closer. 
right? So what advice do you have for them? Yeah, I think, you know, Raquel alluded to it earlier, right? The, the communication is going to shift, right? Um, because the communication, your internal communication is shifting huge. Like you are, you know, once you start the work and you're really into the practices, right? The practices are affirmations daily, right? Um, with me, it would be like almost 24 seven. I'm like, like repeating <laughs> like a mantra. But then there's also the meditation, which was talked about earlier, the journaling that was the, that was also talked about, but also the, you know, I think Chrissy's favorite thing is movement. Like she, she has us dancing and, and it has, has instructed us to do that, but it's on purpose, right? Those purposeful moves are things that will help get you in alignment. Right. And so, um, I would say, you know, while you're going through the process, like Christy said, don't make any huge decisions about your marriage or anything like that. But but allow the process to really take hold in you, like to really like get from it, extract from it all that you can so that you can be in a different headspace, headspace, mind space, body space, emotional space about who you are and what you want. Right. And then really think about what you truly deeply want, what you desire in your marriage, what you desire in your relationship with your children, what you de desire in a relationship with your girlfriends, et cetera. Like, what do you really want in those spaces, right? There are, um, you know, we tend to, and when I mean we, I'm talking about the collective we in the world, right? We tend to, like uh, Raquel said, we point fingers to everybody else, but we have to do the work to know first, what are we bringing into the space that is causing headache, havoc, or heartburn, right? And then when you start to do that and uncover why you are doing that and give yourself the way out from that, everything can shift, right? I, do, I wasn't having any real problems with my husband, but I just figured out I don't have to like micromanage him. I don't have to do a whole bunch of other stuff. I'm just going to be, and I'm going to let him be. And I, if my being shifts his, then that's good. He gets to own that story, right? I got to own the fact that I am willing to do this work and shift and change how I show up for myself, for him and my children. And it changed everything. Yeah, I wasn't alluding to you and your husband beefing because he's laid back. He, he be like, whatever. <laughs> he's a chill with the fire and the chill. He'd be like this. I know he'd be looking at you like, yeah, I right. <laughs> whatever. Um, Raquel, different question. And then we're going we're gonna to close out. I got one more question for both of y'all. What's my question? Like, what can women or men who are watching do today to make next year their best year? And here's the thing. I talk to a lot of women who don't, they just in the sweet bye bye, sweet Jesus, hoping not to die. What a terrible way to live. I used to do it, by the way. But like if I could just get through the week without having a heart attack this week, it's so unfair. Like once you come back to yourself and then you, you know, um, you anchor into who you are and not who life has made you. There's so much magic in just being at peace with how much power and, and owning how great we are. So what advice do you have for women um, on, on what to do to make next year their best year? Anything outside of what we've already talked about? Or we just keep beating the same habits, but go ahead. 
Oh, hold on. I got to unmute you. Oh. So the number one thing that you need to do is understand that you can't do it alone. I think a lot of times we, we set, we're we so set in our ways and we're so set in, in how we've been. And we think we can do, we can carry the mountains, right? Carry the world on us and, and not fall. And so we can't do it alone. So that's number one. And I didn't realize until I came in with Christy, obviously, that we, uh, that I wasn't alone, that we have this group of dynamic women outside of, of, of Christy and Kathy. There's so many wonderful women here that are like-minded. And I didn't realize that there are people out there like me, <laughs> uh, you know, high, high achieving, educated, um, you know, first time generation type women who have done it all and carried their families through it all. Right. And so we think we can do it by ourselves because we've done it for so long, but we're on the verge of breaking. And when you, and when you break, you're going to fall ladies. And it's hard to get back up by yourself unless you have a, 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 a team of wonderful women or a team of people behind you to, to not only give you the tools, but to help you understand how to use the tools. Because we could have our tools in our, in our, in, in our pocket, but not understand how to use them or worse yet, you, you have the tools and you don't use them. Right? So that's number one to me for me is you, you can't do it alone. And then number two is find a great coach. Find someone that you can work with. Because like Christy has alluded to, she has her own coach. We, you know, we all have different coaches for different things. Financial, we have, you know, we have coaches for, for you know, to, to, how to eat better. We have a fitness coach. We have you know, all these different types of coaches. And you don't have to get every single coach now, but you need someone to guide you. If you can't do it alone, you got to get so you got to go out there and find somebody that can help you. So let it go, ladies, let it go and just face it and get, do it. There's no better time than the present. And I always say one thing to my ladies. People always say they wanted to plant a tree. If they plant a tree, when is the best time? 20 years ago, today, today, do it today. Awesome. Ew. All right. Um, so I want to, let me, maybe I should have did this in the beginning. So how much weight have you lost this year, Raquel? 30 pounds. Okay. Kathy, how much weight? 57. Ew. <laughs> so I, I was, I put up that picture. Raquel, I wasn't even thinking because I look at y'all smile. Raquel was like, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know how, how fat my face was. I'm like, oh, Lord. <laughs> okay, I was like, hold up. We need, a picture. Like, we need some new pictures of their skinny selves. We need some new pictures. I lost 10. <laughs> like, we need some new pictures. We over here finding Chrissy putting up our fat pictures. I was like, my bad. I, we was all thick. We was all thick. It is what it is. So, um, all right, Kathy, last question. What advice do you have for women on how to make a year next year their best year? Whether, you know, they're listening to this in December, January or whatever. Like, how can you make 
a year of your life. Let's just start with a year. Not even starting if it was August, started January. Like, what can people make their next 365? What can they do to make a big difference in their life in a year? So, one, it's a saying the kids say all the time: stop the cap, right? Stop the cap. Right. Stop playing around and not being honest with yourself about what what is really going on with you. Right. The the feelings that come up for you, the emotions that come up for you, that you pushing back because you got to be strong for everybody. And you got this cape on that you can't pull off. And you Wonder Woman, magic lasso and the and the magic braces, all that mess that you are putting on in your mental space about who you are and how you got to show up and be in these places and be superwoman all the time. Just take all this stuff. Just take it off because it's not serving you and it's not going to lessen you, right? Uh, and your value in any way if you take it off, right? Be unafraid of change. Be unafraid of it, right? Your, your purpose and your passion will come into alignment if you allow it. But you are blocking it in many cases because you refuse to give up the fairy tale, about how you're supposed to feel after you get these magical degrees and this magical, these magical everything's that you like created this story about. Release yourself from the, the the stress of that and just be real and present and do the work that is required for you to get closer to your real calling, your real passion, and your real money. Y'all talking like coaches, uh, which y'all are. So you be like, do the work, do it right now. <laughs> be responsible for yourself. And here's the thing. I knew like once I, um, you know, my vision, my vision from being in my brother's house on the couch after I ran into a brick wall doing 150 miles an hour. And once I got my life back together and then I started to teach what I am, I was pretty much the only one that was saying this stuff. And now I'm so happy and honored and just joyful that we've now created a community and of coaches where we believe the same thing. It's us. And so people are always like, Christy, don't you think companies should be doing stuff for people's mental, mental health? I'd be like, that's not my battle. My battle is not what companies should be doing or what other people should be doing or what Congress should be doing. I'm going straight for the women to beat them in the head because I know <laughs> that's that's moved the needle forward on what I want to work on. So uh, last question, we're going to get out of here. What advice do you have for women, uh, Raquel, who are considering working with us over here at Vision Finding International? And they sitting on the fence, knowing they angry, bitter, crazy, or sad, or they just don't know, um, you know, if they're stuck and they can't move forward in their life and their career. What advice do you have for them? Just like you invest in everything else around you, isn't it time to invest in yourself? I mean, think about that, ladies. You're putting money maybe in, into just stuff around you, whether it's material or not. But you're not focusing on yourself. And if if you have related to, to any of this today and you're thinking, you know, I need this. It's because you do. And it's time to make that change. And like I said, you know, yesterday was Thanksgiving, but we have to be thankful for everything we have every day and thankful for the people we have around us every day. And 
I I have been around a lot of uh, you know a lot of different scenarios and you know life is short. And is it worth sitting in your trauma for the next 20 years? Like is it worth it to you? I don't know about you, but I I rather make a change and be happy. Because at the end of the day, that's all we really want. We just want to be happy, right? And guess what? When you're happy, everyone else around you is happy. And and money comes to happy people. Money loves happy people. So make that change, ladies. There's there's nothing holding you back but yourself. All right. Same question, Kathy. Yeah, it's like Raquel said, right? You know, we we'll find a way to pay for, you know, a purse or make sure mm-hmm. we keep our lashes together and all of those things, right? But we we're just putting lipstick on something that is broken, right? And um, you know, when we can get in full alignment, right? When we allow ourselves to be in that space. And we 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 make the sacrifice. We 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 do the work to get into the coaching and, and do all of that. Like Raquel said, the money is gonna come mm-hmm. when I when I let go, right? Of oh, if I spend this, I'm not gonna be able to, like stop. We have a deficit mindset around money. A lot of us do, and so like this also helps to move that needle for you as well. So make the extend yourself in that space and watch how the money will multiply. I've multiplied my money at least more than double every year since I went through the process, right? Next year, I'm looking to quadruple it, right? I'm looking to quadruple and I'm believing for that, right? I'm believing for that. Like, and and that I would not have ever been able to say that three or four years ago when I was sitting on the bed trying to eat some Oreos and figure out how to make weed brownies. It just wasn't going to happen, right? I had to do this work, right? And figure out how to break myself without being fast. Had to do it. So I encourage you to do it. Ooh, so funny. All right, ladies. Well, thank you so much. We went over time today, but I really wanted to bring women up and 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 talk to y'all now, two years later, together, because we talked two years ago, I think. And and the conversation is different because but it is actually kind of like the same. <laughs> The recipe is the same, but the, the, the difference now is women are heavier and crazier and angrier and, and, and they have more, I think it's a community that have taught them to just cope with where they are and they're becoming complacent with being miserable and they're not doing anything different. And so as long as I'm here in these streets, I'm going to beat the drum that y'all deserve to be different. You've done enough. You've done enough for heaven's sake. Stop getting all these degrees. You don't need any more degrees. You need to relax and and really, as Raquel said, make a commitment and become accountable for yourself first and, and taking care of yourself first and then multiply your money like Kathy who says mm-hmm. she multiplied it every year. So if y'all weren't counting, I like to count all Kathy's money because that's what I do. I ain't got nothing better to do to count all Kathy's money. Count your millions, Kathy. Count your millions. She didn't say I, I multiplied it for three years. Every year she multiplied it. So you'd be like this. Count all her money. So um, so with that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. Bye, y'all. Happy holidays. Hello.